This is the Blue White Breakdown, the premier podcast for all things Penn State football. Talk about culture. It's something that should show up in every aspect of your program. It's the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. Here are your hosts, Bob Flounders and David Jones. If you're watching and not listening, Dave's got this really nice house. It's a thousand degrees out and his fans aren't on inside his house. And this is one of the reasons why I think Dave's a little uh, left of center. There's a good reason. Kaiser, you want to come in and tell Bob? What, did Kaiser eat the remote control or what? No, he doesn't like the ceiling fans. Oh, okay. Well, then that's, that is a good answer. They bother him. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know what they are. He can't figure them out. If you know anything about German Shepherds, they think too much. They, they think about everything, and he cannot fathom what these things are. And it, it, it cracks up my father-in-law, my, my, Cracking me up. my Iraqi father-in-law to no end. Because he'll see Kaiser look up the, at the fan. Of, sometimes he goes, <laughs> he'll go, <laughs> he's looking at that fan. <laughs> hey, dogs come first. That's a, that is a really good answer. Dave, I have a couple of questions for you since it's Delaware week, big week for Penn State. But I want to just start with this. In your opinion, is Neil Brown a horse's batoot? Because I think he is. No. Did you watch the, you watched the tape, right? Yeah. All right. The whole thing? Well, no, I'm just talking about, yeah, I know. He, he they, they just parsed part of his answer, right, that goes around. I don't know if they did. They probably did because that's what, that's what clickbait websites do. They want to piss off everybody. And it was it a worked. long answer, and they, they focused in on the very end of it, I believe. So, yeah. Probably. What does he expect Penn State to do when you're trying? Oh, you know, it's 38-15. He's a little pissed off. He's trying to save his job, justify the result, justify he, the he, he, He's In his fifth year, he is really, he is coaching for his job. And he thought they would do better than that. Uh, scores, the way things look, matters. And he said, I don't know if this is on the clip that's going around, but I don't think it is. It's all about what goes around comes around. That's all they're focused. I watched the entire press conference because I thought it was interesting, and because it, we we were on deadline, and I couldn't get down there for anything on Saturday night. There was just no time, uh, so I didn't watch it until Sunday night when I started doing the power poll. And he started out. Some some guy asked him from West Virginia because that's all that was there. He said, nah, nah, it's uh, like, who, he said, nah, nah, who, who cares? That was the first word right. I was mad. I know. That's what, that's what, uh, that's what former Penn Live reporter Greg Pickle told me. And then he said that at the very end, he said that, and he, it, just, it got. And then he said, then he said, I called timeouts. Yeah. I called two timeouts. Again, saying I was, I was calling my timeouts. It's not a big deal. And then the guy said something else that you can't hear. I don't know who the reporter was. And, and he, he was like, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 nobody cares. I wouldn't have done it. He says, he says, here's the thing. I wouldn't have done it, but I'm not mad about it. He said it just like that. I mean, that's I like Neil Brown. I, if more coaches were like Neil Brown in postgame press conferences, really honest and frank, I think he's terrific. I don't think he's a head coach. I think he's an offensive coordinator. Uh, he's one of those mad scientist guys who probably shouldn't be a head coach, but he's a hell of an offensive coordinator who had a little bit of a bad night. Uh, he didn't coach a very good game, and I think he knew that too. 
he didn't call a very good game. Did you think that? Because I thought I thought that CJ Donaldson kid could have run for two hundred yards. Yeah, I'm at two hundred. But he could he could have he could have really shortened the game. He really could have. Yes. And they could have been in business where they get a if they get a break, who knows what happens. Uh, it's not like James Franklin's been a great late game situational coach. So you remember Indiana. I mean, <laughs> I, you weren't there. I was. And you you can't believe. I couldn't believe. I mean, that w- that was turned into a situation where Indiana could win the game. It could have been something like that. Uh, just just from buffoonery. So he's probably a little pissed off. And then, then he goes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it. And then where I thought he went sideways was... Uh, that kind of stuff, uh, it goes around. It'll it, it'll come around sometime. I don't know. I, I don't know when. But and you know, come on. It, it does matter if you score points too, in the way people perceive your football team in the rankings. And the rankings among the committee matter. So I don't know. I mean, Penn State fans remember 1994 still. In the Indiana game, which was not a game, not a game until Indiana scored a couple of touchdowns and made it 35-29 at the very end where it was 35-14. That perception had everything to do with them not playing against uh, uh, Nebraska in the national, what would have been the national title game instead of uh, well, a lot of things, a lot of other things had to do with it, too. The Rose Bowl wasn't on board with the national championship. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll back off my Neil Brown horses, too. Uh, I will do that. So, Dave, my next topic for you is will Penn State fans, especially older Penn State fans, know what the phrase streaming on Peacock means? Right. <laughs> 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 How will that go down on Saturday when they realize when they turn on their TV remote and there's no, there may not be a, 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 an immediate remedy for watching the Penn State it's game. It's got the NBC logo on it, isn't it? Is this is the the network with laughing, right? That's that's Rowan and Martin. Um, this was Rowan and Martin, right? I've got it on NBC. Harriet, I've got it on NBC. <laughs> There was this there was this great fake public service announcement about 12 years ago. Remember when everything went from analog to digital and it had this very officious very officious guy on the video talking about how you can convert your your you remember that video convert your your TV from analog to digital and he's saying all you need to do is Go, go get a converter box with uh, that goes from seventy to forty five hertz. <laughs> and, and there's this old woman who looks exactly like my mom. I said it to my sister, and and she said, "David, that is mother." And she's getting ready to like cut, actually cut the cord and try to tape it onto. What one. about those rabbit ear antenna that I have? <laughs> they they work. Like, simple question: Did you ever have to stand? Next to the TV and hold it. Uh, I think. Well, I mean, I'm, not, I'm no spring chicken, Dave. I do think maybe uh, early mid seventies I might have been made to do that, but against my will. But hey, anything for anything for the team. So you had a hard you had a hard upbringing. I know that, and and the <laughs> Lehigh Valley. It's not an easy place to grow. Oh up. my gosh, a great segue, Lehigh Valley. Sanders Sahadak, Bethlehem Liberty. I went to Bethlehem Freedom. 
Just wasn't his night uh, against West Virginia. Missed kicks of 34 and 38 yards. They went to Alex Falcons. He made a short one and three extra points. Second half, James said, uh, you know, Sahedak addressed the team Sunday after the practice, obviously had some owning up to do. James thought that went a long way, but ultimately, you know, he's got to have to perform. Uh, I'm sure they're both, I would use both of them in this game just to see who's the more consistent one. But I mean, eventually they're going to need somebody that they can make, that can make a 40 yard kick. Eventually they got to be able to trust somebody. It might not be soon. Yeah. You know, well, these things. Illinois at Illinois, that'll be that you know that'll be a little bit harder it's than it's gonna be an acid test. Yeah. yeah. Are, are we gonna just start talking about Illinois? We're gonna pretend that Delaware doesn't exist, right? We don't talk about Drew Aller. I think there's gonna be blood in the streets. Uh I mean, we gotta talk about yeah. Penn State fans are in love. It is, it is puppy love of the highest order, well deserved, but uh <laughs> he set the bar pretty high for the rest of his career. <laughs> Well, the, the 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 point is, this is an exhibition. This is like Maryland playing Towson. These games should not exist anymore. They just shouldn't exist because you're just taking money from fans for how many people are trying to get rid of the tickets this week? Tens of thousands. And they don't want to go see this. Uh, so everyone wants to talk about Illinois. And I watched Illinois. Are we going to talk about Illinois? Or are we going to talk about Delaware? No, let's just talk about what we thought from about the game. There were a lot of new faces. There were a lot of fans freaking out early in the game about, oh, it was 7-7. And I'm like, guys, it's the first game. New center, new left guard, new quarterback. The defense was so charged up, they overran everything. They never contained the quarterback. They were just out of control. But as the game went on, um, Penn State settled down on defense, I thought. And then, you know, the, other than that chunk play, I mean, they could have shut this team out if they wanted to. And then the, the passing game and, and, and what he can do and finding the open receivers and the running game. I, I just think this offense is going to get a little bit better each week. And I, I don't I think I think you will see market improvement from the defense. Did anything bug you about the game from the Penn State side? Yeah. And that and it relates to Illinois. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Um, Garrett Green, the West Virginia quarterback. Reminds you a lot of Luke Altmaier, the kid that Illinois now has. Uh-huh. And if you didn't watch any of that tape, I mean, they just barely beat Toledo and you're snicking. God. I did see the score. I did see it required a little heroics late. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you got you to gotta see the kid. I know who did see the kid because I haven't talked to him yet, but he was doing the game and that's Matt Miller. All right. Well, here we go. He, he, came, uh, he came away really, really impressed. And, man, so is I. This kid is like Garrett Green as far as the elusiveness, but can hit receivers. Uh, he is going to be a problem for this defense. That's why I'm saying, are we going to talk about Illinois? Yeah, I mean, they did give up a bunch of points, too. This is where I'm going with this. Everyone's been talking about this damn defense like they're going to shut people out. I don't think no, they are. That's not even really a thing anymore. You could just yeah. got to get stops when it matters. I, I know, I know, but these, this is another defense, it looks like to me, and this you're asking what bugged me, and this is what bugged me. looks like another Penn State defense that runs around blocks instead of running through them. Uh, you disagree with that? I think, I think the way that West Virginia ran its offense, and I, I will say this, the, they were way too excited at the start of the game, and the fundamental mm. football was not, it was not happening. And I know, I guarantee you Manny was not, was not happy either. But I thought, Dave, as the game went on, 
it got a little bit better and a little bit better. And I just, I, I, I will, I'm not going to use the term mulligan, but West Virginia, after that one drive, um, they moved the ball between the 20s. But I, I just, you know, it just never felt to me like Penn State was in trouble. It was just a question of when, you know, they make those two short kicks. I, I just I just thought they were in command for much of the game. And I, I think West Virginia, with the way they run their offense, is going to do this to just about every team they play on their schedule where they, they're going to move the ball, but can they score? Yeah, I don't think Garrett Green can hit the pass from 20, 25, 30 yards that offenses these days need to hit, and that's his problem. Neil Brown kind of knew that, but – I thought he got way too impatient. I thought he should have belamed this defense. And I think he could have, and he didn't. Guys like that, they're mad scientists. Like I said, they're offensive coordinators, and they want to play with their toys, and they can't dumb it down easily. This was screaming out for a coordinator who would have dumbed down that game and I want to see what happens because I didn't think anybody except maybe Adisa Isaac on the front seven, front six, had a good game. Yeah, him and I don't, I don't I know Curtis was pretty good. I also thought, you know. Curtis was, Jacobs was good, yeah. Um, yeah. I just think that I don't know that Penn State, they might see maybe the Michigan center is better than this guy, but the defensive tackles, they were missing Keziah Izzard, who was one of their biggest tackles. And they did get wiped out on some plays, but that guy is really good. And that, the guy next to him, I think, was really good too. The I think his name's Devlin, but they th- that was that's the strength of the West Virginia team. And you're right, if they had just given the ball to Donaldson about twelve more times, thirty, yeah, which would have been thirty, it was exactly the number I said. Then you got then maybe you got a ball game. That Western uh, Penn State wouldn't have had the ball as nearly as much to do damage. No. But th- those two players were good, and I just think it, you can beat up on the defensive tackles, but they, they faced two NFL players, and it, it was just a rough night for them. Well, they didn't do the right thing. Neil Brown called a bad game, and I think he knows it. This is the Blue White Breakdown. So, who's the next coach that's going to try to ask some questions of this defense? It is Brett Bielema. It is Brett Bielema. He's not gonna. He's not gonna mess around. He doesn't have to be super genius. He will not. He, and he doesn't look like that. Either. Was a, that was a coaching clinic he put on in 2021 at BYU. Yes, it was. And it, it was it was ugly, but it was beautiful at the same time. It really yes, was. yes, it was. It was, wasn't it? it they it had was no beautiful. business being in that game, and, and they they just did the one. They said we're going to do what we can do, and Sean Clifford was not 100. percent but yeah. they had some athletes on that team that nobody knew about that were really, really, really good, and they, they beat them up. Well, Brown, how many times did Brown carry in that game? Those guys are both in the NFL. But his, name, his brother, Sidney, his brother, Sidney's with the uh, Eagles, right? Uh, so, so Brown is with the Bengals. Uh, he already won the number two job behind Joe Mixon, and they're raving about him. And Sidney Brown's with the Eagles, I think. Yeah, he looked really good in preseason. That corner got picked five, number five overall by the Seahawks, Witherspoon. I don't know if he was on that team or not. Well, so here's the thing about Illinois. Since that is my problem with Penn State, I'm, I am skipping Delaware because it's immaterial. So I'm, I'm looking ahead to teams that could give him trouble. Uh, you mentioned only maybe Michigan is, is a legit defense that can stop these guys. 
I agree with you. Uh, Ohio State's really fast, but again, it's another defense like Ohio State's been having lately that would rather run you down or run around the block to get you. They're a lot like Penn State that way. Uh, I'm looking at the other side of the ball against this defense, and again, Illinois is not the way they were two years ago or last year at all. They don't have the big boys up front who can handle this, but all this Luke Altmeyer, he came he came to him from Mississippi. He, he was at Ole Miss, and I don't know what the problem was there. I guess th- they had somebody they liked better, but I can't imagine it. He is a really dangerous quarterback, and he is going to give them problems. He's got like Garrett Green, except he can throw on the run like Aller did, and they're going to score some points. They are going to score some points on Penn State's defense. And I think this season might develop into something we didn't expect at all because I think Penn State's offense is super equipped. I feel really good about Penn State's offense now, where I might not have before. I think we're going to be in some Donnybrooks this year. I think we're going to be in a lot of games like that Ohio State game last year, the 44-31 game, except more points. I'm not sure anyone can stop this Penn State offense. But I'm not nearly as bullish on the defense as everyone else is. So that's where I'm going. All right. We'll we'll let it play out. Illinois will be a, a really good indicator. Even to an extent, it'll be at Penn State. And, you know, some Penn State people have not forgotten what Mr. Ferentz did two years ago. Uh, that's going to be a tough game for Iowa. But I think the Illinois game really, really, you're going to know a lot more good or bad about Penn State in two weeks for sure. Early kick, all of it, all of it. Bielema knowing he's going to do exactly, he's got, whatever the, the best game plan is to beat Penn State, you're going to see it from Illinois. He won't. Yeah, you're not going to see 2021 from this team. It'll be completely different. And when you talk about Toledo, they beat Toledo 30 to 28 and needed it. Needed the Mud Hens? Are they the Mud Hens? Yeah, no, no. The Rockets. That's a minor league baseball team. Oh, that's it. Anyway, Toledo is a better team than people realize. They they took uh I think they took Notre Dame to the end a couple of years ago, didn't they? They're scrappy. They're scrappy, sure. They're always in MAC contention. I think usually they're in the, in always the they're always the best recruiting team in the MAC. They've got players, but I don't I don't think this is the standard Illinois team. So they're not going to do the same things that the, the one two years ago did, which was the last time we saw Illinois. Anyway, it's I just think this season is going to go in a different direction than people thought, but a fun direction. You better this, pick, I want you to pick the over. Whatever the total is for Penn State, Illinois, you're going to have to – I want your score to reflect. Okay. I will. I might pick the over every game based well, on Well, just what remember I, now, this rule, James was talking about it, there were 10 less plays in that West Virginia-Penn State game than normal. So the clock is an issue. It'll be, it'll be harder, I think, in conference play. To go back and forth. I, I could be wrong about that, but the, the the clock is real. And those timeouts NBC had were, geez, they're like seven minute TV timeouts. Like no, they're they're a minute, they were they're a minute more. It's it's too much. It's too much. I read about it. Yeah. I mean, they gave him that when they gave him the, the piece of the contract. And it sucks. Yeah, it does. Plus everything NBC touches just turns to crap, doesn't it? NBC is not a good sports network and it hasn't been since Dick Ebersol got there 40 years ago, who was, I believe, Susan St. James' husband. Yes. The commissioner, was it the commissioner and I? Was that show? 
She was she was McMillan and wife. Yeah, with Rock Hudson. I think it's been all all downhill for NBC Sports since Kurt Gowdy was out of his prime. That was my I when I think of NBC Sports, I always think of Kurt Gowdy. He was one of the best. I know Penn State fans. He was, but he was out of his element. I can only remember how out of his element he was with the Rose Bowl because he didn't do his homework. He didn't. He just went out there and winged it. He mispronounced Mike Set Sensabaugh's name like four different ways. He never got a Senesbaugh. Sensenbaugh. He never got it right. Plus, did I send you this will be actually the 50th anniversary of Tower of Power playing at the Rose Bowl halftime show, which is a great Ohio State Rose Bowl by any chance, Dave. Yes, the Ohio State USC Rose Bowl. That's why you know it. Yeah. I went back and watched it and Kurt Gotti, Kurt Gotti's introduction is worth the price of admission. He goes, and now they are, and here they are, this this group, this this musical group, the, the Tower of Par. You know, Tar the Tower of Par. Yeah. So Kurt Gowdy never pronounced the word him, H I M, right? It was always Eem. He got him. There he goes. He got him. It was I M. He never the H was always silent. At, that must be a Wyoming thing. He was from Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. Was, he, yeah. On the, was he on that uh with uh, Marlon Perkins, did he ever do any of those American sportsman shows on ABC or whatever? Oh yeah, Fred oh, Bear. Of Omaha. He was an outdoors. No, player. no, it was, it was the American sportsman, and he would always go out and shoot stuff with his their hunting hunting partner, Fred Bear. That was the guy's name. Yeah, he had four nice. cases of peels in the boat. And he was <laughs> loving his best life <laughs> on ice. <laughs> Just having himself a Sunday afternoon. It was that was that was the whole show that that Second City TV parodied with the fishing musician with John Candy. <laughs> so just real quick, one more seventies reference. I was watching the Cowboys Vikings seventy seven NFC Championship game the last. Oh weekend. my God! What is like, wrong with you? I forgot about this beer called Two Bore Gold. I was like, wow, that is one that got got past me. Two Bore Gold. Tuborg. T-U-B-O-R-G. Gold. Two different. It was two words. I don't even know what yeah, that is. Yeah, it even stumped you. When they uh, when they poured it in the glass in the commercial, it looked awful. So, yeah. Well, there's a lot of bad beers back. We, we're living in the golden age of beer. Wouldn't you agree? What, what am I talking to you for? You, you, you drink Coors Light. I mean, you don't even care. The golden age of beer. <laughs> that stuff. You, you'll drink urine. That stuff oh. you drink is urine. It's awful. Oh. Budweiser. It, that's why would anyone drink Budweiser now when you've got all these great beers? I mean, there's anything you could possibly want. Yeah, there were a lot of bad beers in the seventies. <laughs> Look Hands. it up. Look Hands. it up, Jones. Two bore gold. Anyway, what about Wiedemann? Ever yes. had that? <laughs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? It's Delaware. We should add Mike Myers on to say, "Hey, we're in Delaware." What uh? What kind of score do you fancy on Saturday at noon? Forty-eight, nothing. Oh, you don't think they're going to score? No, no. I, I, this is not a competitive game. All right. I mean, there, there, there are certain the limit at, at this time. You actually you have to play an FBS team, and even some of those are just getting so ridiculous. What, well, buddy? We we saw. I don't think West Virginia is going to be very good. But the rest of the Big 12 isn't going to be very good either. I, I, we're seeing here, and somebody asked me 
what I thought of Iowa, Iowa State, because Iowa State is minus four, or they're, they're plus four at home. There's a lot of gambling suspensions, I think, in play in that game. A lot of players yeah. might cost for gambling. Yeah. So you know they've got big trouble. They've got Iowa State's got a lot of trouble otherwise that has nothing to do with the gambling. They were four and eight last year. And so I didn't even touch the gambling stuff. Would you would you touch Iowa State even with four points at home against in that game? No. no. All I would no. do is just unload them. Whatever the under is, go way under. Those teams yeah. I could be they could be 22 and I would go under. That's what I the, the number is 36. And I said my only play might be would probably be the under because that could be one on a walk-off safety. Yeah. The Northwestern Rutgers game total was 39 and a half. I thought I was hallucinating when I saw that. I'm like, what? It barely got to 31. You know what I did? I mean, this is a much worse than watching the 77 Vikings Cowboys. I watched the entire <laughs> Rutgers Northwestern game. What is wrong with me? You need to, you need to get your it's a, stuff it's together. A, it's a cry for help. You it is a cry for help. <laughs> you like bad you like bad TV. Just I, admit it. I like bad football. Somebody said, why would you do that? What are you doing? And I said, I've watched hour-long infomercials just for the, the audacity of the, the pitch. Yeah, you like bad and TV. That's what I'm saying. Bad, bad football is kind of fascinating to me. I mean, these were, these, I have never seen a Big Ten team that is capable of being as bad this year as Northwestern is. I mean, it, it, they're going to wipe away the Chris Ash Rutgers teams, which technically Big Ten people would Somewhere he's got a big smile on his face, don't you think? He's like, well, somebody, somebody one-upped me. <laughs> But Shiano, Shiano does have people hit, running around and hitting people. He does. And I, I'm going to send you this because you, I know you love this play anyway, and it, it's underrated. But Kyle Manangai, their, their little fire plug is like 5'8 and 210 is what I said. It's the kind of guy that your brother told you to stay away from in bars if he looked <laughs> angry. I know Don't, the type. I know the type. Get away from that guy. 5'8 yep, yep. and 210. And – Northwestern's uh, their their second best linebacker, not Gallagher, but the other kid. I mean, he made like eighty five tackles last year. He's a representative player. He came in on a blitz and tried to get Kyle Wimps at. And I'm telling you, Bob, this is like the greatest blitz pickup I think I've ever seen. And Manongai got got right here in him and and hit him in the hole and drove him back and pancaked him. On a blitz pickup. This is a 5'8 guy. Just destroyed him. Destroyed him. Um, Mueller, I think is his name. It was something. And Rutgers was running around and hitting people. They're not going to be as bad as they have been. So I don't know if anyone even Man, How How would you, 90 minutes watching this? Or was it that, that hour condensed hour game? Or did you watch it live? No, I watched it live. You watched, you spent three so hours on it. You're talking about three time. hours and 10 minutes watching that. How did you get up that early after getting back? Late? You know what else? I watched Minnesota, Nebraska. You didn't watch that. I watched that, all that live. It might have been worse. There's a lot of bad football and bad quarterbacks, but there are a couple of new quarterbacks and that Altmeyer kid at Illinois. And you know, I have to watch all this stuff. I do. Dave, Tim Live, Tim Live has counseling available for people who watch. No, they don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> no, they yes, don't. Just, check with, just check with our HR person. It's it's it's. I think it's only a couple bucks a month. You need to you need to get it. 
All right, you said 48 nothing. I'll say 52-6 with a uh, mercy touchdown in the second half. And that's it. You made a backdoor. Well, there's no, yeah, but there's no actually there's no official line on this game. I wondered about that. Yeah. They if won't you have a, see that's it. If you have a game where they won't even put a line on it, it shouldn't be played. Yeah. Would you agree with that? You yeah. shouldn't be playing. Dave, you should how about if you just record a, a video for the Penn State fans uh, and instruct them how to stream on Peacock? That would be awesome. Cuz I don't know it. I don't know how to do it. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up, Jones. We'll talk to you guys next week. And Dave is going to have plenty to say about the Brett Bielema. I can't wait. This has been the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. Live.